Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Throughout history, women have received a raw deal. They've been treated like second-class citizens, abused, raped, enslaved. Whilst things are getting better, it's still sadly happening. So, how did Jesus treat women? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond, and welcome again to the program as we take another look at this Jesus from a different perspective. As you look back through history, there is no larger single group of people who have been more oppressed and appallingly treated than that group in our society known as women. Treated like chattels and decorations, beaten, raped, killed, all through the physical reality that men physically are stronger than women. The official statistics say that each year over one million women are trafficked as sex slaves across international borders. Over one million. But the reality is that it's much, much higher than that. Add to that the psychological and physical abuse of women in the home, right through to the clear reality that women today are still paid less than men and are clearly underrepresented in the ranks of senior management and and politicians and professionals. And as much as we might want to deny it, it's a pretty bleak global picture if you're a woman. We're looking this week and the last week and next couple of weeks at the question, who exactly is Jesus? Who is Jesus? In the first century, women had no rights by and large. They couldn't own land. They couldn't inherit land. If you were a widow, you had no husband to provide for you, you were destitute. If you were unattractive, you wouldn't find a husband and you would probably starve. If you came from a poor family and didn't have a dowry, you would probably end up alone and destitute. It was a tough world especially for women. And if we ask the question, who's Jesus? We have to ask, well, how did he treat women? What was his relationship with women? Jesus never married. Jesus never had children. And yet there were women around him. In a tough patriarchal society where women were chattels and had very few rights apart from either their father or their husband, I think it's relevant to say, what did Jesus do with women? I'm going to read you a story. It's a story about Jesus interacting with two women and a man. If you have a Bible, if you'd like to look it up later, it comes from Mark chapter 5, verse 21 and, and onwards. This is what it says. Let me read it to you. When Jesus had crossed over by the boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was at the lake. Then one of the synagogue rulers named Jairus came there. Seeing Jesus, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please, please come and put your hands on her so that she'll be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed in on him. And a woman, a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She'd suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and she'd spent all that she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard that Jesus was coming, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I could just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Immediately, Her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from the suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out of him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see all these people crowding around you, said the disciples, and you ask, Who touched me? 
But Jesus kept looking around to see who'd done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and, trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. They said, Your daughter's dead. Why bother the teacher any more? Ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler, Don't be afraid. Just believe. He didn't let anyone follow him except Peter, James and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of Jairus, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child isn't dead, just asleep. But they all laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in to meet the child. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately, The girl stood up and walked around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. Isn't that a great story? It's a story of Jesus, the superstar, Jesus who had fans flocking around him. And then this powerful man, Jairus, the synagogue ruler. He was someone in town. He was a leader. He was respected. His daughter's dying. And he comes to Jesus and He bows down before Jesus. It's a powerful act of faith in front of all these other people who knew who he was. And he says, please, please come and heal my daughter. But then in the throng and the crowd, there's this woman, this woman who's been bleeding for 12 years, who just thinks, if I can just touch Jesus, I'll be healed. And she was. And and Jesus turns around. He knows what's happened. He looks around. Who, Who was it? Who did it? She says, it was me. And then she tells him the whole story. It says, she told him the whole truth. I don't know how long that took, but it wasn't 30 seconds. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes telling about the doctors and the pain. And don't you think it would have been embarrassing for her? I mean, this is a menstrual problem. Let's not muck around here. This is a, you know, this is very personal. And in a society where religion dominated... When a woman was having her menstrual period, she was unclean. She was a social outcast. She couldn't integrate with other people. This woman has been an outcast for 12 years. She's had this problem. She suffered under doctors and pain and humiliation and alienation, couldn't go to the synagogue, couldn't go to the temple, nothing. And all this time, this important man, Jairus, this man who had power, This man who had humbled himself before Jesus was waiting. What do you think Jairus was thinking? I wish Jesus would just hurry up. My daughter's dying. Wouldn't you have been thinking that? Wouldn't I have been thinking that? And yet Jesus made him wait while he spoke to this woman, while he put her first, this woman who was an outcast, this woman who had no job, probably no husband and no family. We don't even know her name. And yet Jesus put her first. And then when Jairus' friends came and said, it's too late, she's dead. Jesus said, no, I've got enough left. I can do this too. It's not either or, it's both. I haven't run out of power. I haven't run out of the desire to bring her back to life. I won't give up. Come on, let's go. Let's do that too. In a social, cultural, religious context, that Jesus and these people were living in. What Jesus did for this woman who was bleeding is utterly extraordinary. To make Jairus wait while his daughter died, I think it's wonderful. I, 
I look at that and I think, you know, here's this woman. She didn't understand really who Jesus was yet. He hadn't revealed that. She didn't understand the theology of the crucifixion. She didn't know that Jesus was going to die for her sins. She knew none of that. She just knew that something in her told her this man was from God. Something in her told her this man could heal her. And so, in a desperate act of faith, she reaches out to Jesus. And Jesus notices. Jesus puts a first. Jesus makes the important religious leader wait in excruciating circumstances for him. How did Jesus treat women? What's Jesus' view of women? This story tells us. And you know, as I look at what Jesus did here, as I look at how he behaved and who he put first, man, that touches me deep inside. That is the sort of Jesus that I love. That is the sort of Jesus I want to follow. That is so real. That is so awesome. Jesus. Hey, social media is a great way to stay connected to your friends and the world around you. And we'd like to invite you to be part of the Christianity Works community. The Christianity Works community is full of daily thoughts and devotions and inspirations. So no matter what kind of day you're having, you can be encouraged. If you're on Facebook, search for the Christianity Works page and like us. When you do, you'll see some encouragement from your friends and community at Christianity Works, including free booklet downloads from time to time. But more than that, it's a library of thoughts and verses that you can share with your friends and family. So we'll be sharing God's Word together. It's a great way to share the good news of Jesus amongst all the chaos. Amen. So like Christianity Works on Facebook, be encouraged and blessed, and share some of that with your friends as well. I pray that your heart will be touched and transformed as you draw ever closer to Jesus through His Word. I'm Bernie Diamond. And I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.